Hello and welcome back to Podcasting as Praxis. I'm David, my pronouns are he and him. I'm James, my pronouns are they and them. I'm Jamie, my pronouns are he and him. I'm Rob, mine are he and him. I'm Alistair, my pronouns are he and him. We're getting better at this. Not. No, you're getting better at it. We all know what to do. Fuck you. There's improvement going on. You don't, no, I'm not giving you plaudits for it, no. You should. I'm adorable. I'm no. a delight. No. Yeah, I am. Fuck <laughs> you. Fuck <up. laughs> uh, fuck. So you get one fucking week after the notes and you think you're God's gift. Let, get I am. Um, well, shut the fuck up and let us get through the fucking notes that me and Alistair painstakingly put together without any oh, assistance from you. Oh, boo-hoo, widow boy. Did you have to do some notes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we fucking did. Um, Alistair, do you want to kick us off with uh, the news? Yeah, uh, I don't even know if you've heard, but there's globular heat madness at the moment, and over recent weeks, it has been very hot, one might say. Mm. Yes. I've heard, yeah. But not here. It has in fact been quite wet, and this is still cause for concern. I hope you'll you'll agree. Um, We've got... So this this is like the third heat wave um the most of the rest of the world is going through at this point um so in europe we're seeing temperatures up to 46 degrees in portugal uh the rest of the uh, iberian peninsula is for, is like 40 plus plus wildfires um the bbc has uh, an incredible heat, uh, an incredible headline in one of their articles about the heat titled heat waves could change some holidays forever it's like cool. Thank you. <laughs> oh my cool. god! Well then, my concerns are done. Uh, Would you like I... to holiday to the plains of glass? Well, have we got a deal for you? <laughs> but the the thing is, like in the art in this like sub article that uh, was in the original article I was looking at, uh, it says it basically says uh, Britons are still going on holiday as much as they ever were. So oh, clearly, much that's all that matters. Yeah, we we are a nation of masochists who, for some reason, see forty degree temperatures as a great opportunity to sunbathe. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's all kinds of like literalisms about walking towards the light, but in this case, it seems you know just not a generally good idea. What are you gay? Like, <laughs> it's only heat. Yeah, it's just it's just heat. Take your top off. Job done. <laughs> There's uh, there's been some pretty good articles in like the um the New York Post etc about how to adjust to the heat so I presume it'll all be fine. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> oh, what, 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 what turn on an air conditioning unit. <laughs> Treating myself like a fucking medieval paranoid king by going out in the heat in small increments to build up immunity to it. <laughs> it's not even like the sad thing is it's not even a joke I literally is a comment in the article and mm-hmm. we already you know we already started air condition shaming and like the principle's dead simple it's like oh if we if everyone turns on air conditioning units at once and the electricity grid goes down and the rich don't get any so what we need to do is shame the poor so that they don't use the air conditioning units and they just like learn to live with the heat so the rest of us can turn our AC on it's just who, fucking, fucking garbage who, who are these Has anyone... have air conditioning units like I know, I know. Can have we I considered given have we considered giving everyone an air conditioning unit and then everyone turns it on at the same time and then we just do a lottery to see whether or not we can take out some rich cunts with that gambit? <laughs> uh, Russian roulette but with a brownout. 
<laughs> I just I'm looking forward to the Tracer Tong future being initiated by everyone switching on their AC at the same time. That'd be great. Which one was that again? Uh, that's for bring down uh, all modern society and kill the internet. Oh, that's, the one where you get uh... eaten by some kind of orange shape. <laughs> Let's not also forget that there were, there was that article. Um, I don't know when exactly it was, but I think it was quite recently, which set which was critical of renewable energy, solar in particular, because it causes energy prices to dip so low, sometimes so low as to go negative. Yeah, it's <laughs> just this right. I, I can't take this anymore. We we we've solved energy like as a conceptual thing. We've solved energy in terms of production. And in terms of transportation, storage we're still working on. But if we wanted to, if the human race actually had the will politically to do it, we could set up a global grid for electricity based on renewals and um, on long-term stuff like thorium. And Look, James, I'm just going to stop you there because that is idealistic drivel. Because what we need to yes. do is we need to be issuing more licenses to drill oil and gas, such as in the North Sea. And because <laughs> our esteemed political leaders have great deals of backbone, uh, we can't do anything about this should the, the uh, reins of power change hands. Therefore, we must drill in the North Sea if this current government says we're going to drill in the North Sea. Just, oh, fuck it all. Fuck what it about, all. What like, about an alternative government? What would happen there? Uh, I mean, a provisional government formed by uh, an uprising of the proletariat, maybe um, that might get. No, no, maybe maybe oh. more like um, the Labour Party. Ah, uh, um, no. well, uh, David Short, is that not the have? same thing? The Labour Party, famously <laughs> in hot to just stop oil. Ah, yes, yeah, that, that's that's why they have my vote. <laughs> I must admit, I'm very much in favour of just stop Labour. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, no, uh, I, you... I Starmer fucking was fully on board with the idea. Just like we'll, we'll keep all of these licenses that have been issued, but not because we want to, but because we respect the law and the rules, and that's important. <laughs> so we we won't be like this government. Fuck off. Love to boil the fuck alive just so that this guy can not get sued. That's why they call him Mister Drunk Driving, like fucking kills a cyclist, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was driving a bike. He should have been riding a motorbike. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly some kind of lefty. No, but it's great. I, like, I, I think it's really important that, especially that um, whatever happens and whoever's in power, that, like, we honour the licences to, like, emit, like, vastly more fossil fuels, all of which, like, desperately need to stay in the fucking ground. And that presumably so we can sell whatever comes out of the ground off to, you know, whoever buys at the high market price, which presumably won't be the UK because, you know, price capital of that. So, sadly, we just had to, you know, basically enrich some shareholders. And there's nothing we can do about that because otherwise we would we would make the market sad. We can't have a sad market. That's That's... Please don't do that to me. I don't. I, if the you line know, gets sad, we should all burn to death. You know, when China, who've actually been doing really impressive work on climate change, when China finally gets around to invading us to stop us doing all this climate bullshit that we're doing, continuing to do, I'm fucking joining President Xi. Just like, yeah, fuck it, sure, why not? I mean, yeah, I mean, this. I mean, I feel like I've been saying this for a long time. Imagine, imagine being in a country very fucking flawed though it is that could that can actually fucking build infrastructure of any sort. Like, 
just I am merely going to install more solar capacity than the entirety of the US has ever installed in a single year. Yeah. It's like it's ridiculous. It's like here's the thing. I don't like the political system of China and a lot of the cultural stuff in China is pretty fucked up. Like many places around the world are fucked up. But at least they're fucking doing the basics of civilization. And that's the bar. It's can you do the basics of civilization? And the answer from Britain is a resounding no. The answer from the USA is if you're rich it's a, and everywhere look, James, else varies. It's not just a no from Britain. It's what if? What about China? Why aren't you protesting what China's doing? And it's like China has built more than the totality of American solar infrastructure in a year. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 they it's, must it's, be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> It just it blows my mind that they're taking it seriously, and you get all this fucking concern trolling going. Oh, but China has more emissions than anyone else, and it's like, yeah, because we're an industrial hub of the world, which yeah, is also not, why not... they're taking it seriously. Yeah, but if you look at, but then as soon as you start thinking about that, even for more than a second, you think, wait a minute, but they've not emitted more than like the entirety of, let's uh, like say, Britain's the US industrial <laughs> revolution, or, the, or or America since since the same sort of period. They've uh, become an industrialized nation. What in the last like? 60 years 70 years whereas britain has yeah. been churning gas into the atmosphere for two centuries baby why quit now we're good at it <laughs> don't yeah. talk britain then play, play exactly talks. are you saying we should quit while we're this far ahead alistair come on <laughs> yeah we we want we want to take that uh 1.1 celsius of uh global warming since since industrial revolution and make that a nice round two yeah, we can Britain do it. Attack. Like you know, I think you know, it's it's it, you're doing Britain down, and I, quite frankly, I won't stand for it. Two centigrade in one World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the idea of Britain attempting the buffer overflow approach to getting a new ice age. Let's do it, baby. Darren, yeah. we accidentally went to two point one. We've got to do three now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little aside to to the this uh, wonderful little. Uh, road we've gone down uh the, so i've discovered that the bbc is capable of uh dispassionate reporting but only when it's about the heat death of the planet <laughs> oh great <laughs> there's, a, there's a nice little paragraph at the end of this at the end of one of these articles uh that reads the world has already warmed by about 1.1 degrees celsius since the, the industrial era began and temperatures will keep rising unless governments around the world make steep cuts to emissions thanks <laughs> yeah. oh Okay, I mean, was that double-checked by the uh, fake news division, though? Because I want to make sure that I'm not being deceived at any point about this. <laughs> like, it could all be not true. It could, could be, pr and I presume it is, the fault of some immigrants. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a... Uh, so, like, just to sort of expand on some of the uh, effects that we are seeing. Um, Phoenix, so, in North America, Phoenix, Arizona reached 48 degrees in late July. Yeah, um, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. I mean, I was there it's last uh, year in, like, April, May, and it was already, like, hot. But, like, that city's, like, nothing is capable of withstanding heat in, like, 48 degrees for any consistent period of time. But, like, that city really is not. Like, that's just baking into the void at that point. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you, I mean, like, it's, at those sort of temperatures, you're looking at, like, wet bulb death levels of, yes. levels yes. of heat. Yeah, and they had, like, people falling down and then burning to death on the pavement. Yeah, yeah. They had, like, second-degree burns from, like, the heat of the pavement. 
It's fucking t- t- that, that like just place does just seem terrifying. like a fucking bad idea conceptually. Like it's always been like the ridiculously yeah, hot part it's... of America. It's like the fucking the frying pan of Babel. There's no fucking need to it. It's just there to defy God. Build it and then yeah, just burn. <laughs> like li- literally, literally insert the quote from Peggy Hill about how Phoenix is in the front against God right here because it's <laughs> yeah, evergreen. It's just it's like America's British people. You know? We've we've got Spain. They've got Arizona. I've, I've found out. I found idiots, where you send all the idiots who just like love the heat. You know what I mean? Imagine go to Arizona for a stag do. I'm gonna lie here with no suntan oil on because I'm hard, and like <laughs> when I start to dehydrate, I'm just gonna drink another seven pints about it and glass of local. <laughs> <laughs> so to uh, to round out our whistle stop tour around uh, how hot it is everywhere, um, Asia and Africa also facing uh, horrendous temperatures. Tunis in Tunisia, uh, they recorded 48.9 Celsius uh, at the end of July. Part of Tokyo hit 38.9 Celsius plus subsequent torrential rain and landslides uh, in northern Japan. Uh, that was from um, was also sort of mid late July that happened. And uh, Korea, South Korea, uh, had uh. a thousand buses to evacuate scouts from uh, the World Jamboree of Scouts, uh, which was beset by all kinds of disaster. Yeah, that but I don't was, trust the scouts. That entire that's, event that's right. was a fucking... That entire event was a disaster, like, from the very start. That time of year is about one of the worst times of year that you could go to fucking South Korea for something because of the weather that's already there. Like, they have a fucking rainy season. Um, <clears throat> like, they, they have much more extremes of weather than dumb dickheads for the UK would be used to. So, yeah, good job there, well planned. I mean, that event in particular, I was just, I was reading a little bit about it and I was like, this is just like a, well, there's your problem episode waiting to happen. Like, it's just, it just <laughs> seemed that way, basically. And uh, yeah, that's about, that's a, that's about it for uh, how hot it is everywhere except here. I think I saw in uh, just one addendum, I think uh, I saw that in uh, Iran, in Tehran and one other city, they literally like said everybody has just like they basically did like Corona stay home measures just to prevent yeah, it was like, like two people or three dying days or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and like, you know, that's under a blessed theocracy where they won't be like, I'm sorry, it's 50 <laughs> degrees, but you must come into the office because otherwise Alan Sugar is sad or some fucking bullshit like that. You know, you know, if it ever if it ever hit like 45, 50 degrees in this country, you just know that you'd still have to go into fucking work because uh, there'd be there would be one maniac middle manager who thinks everyone would just go out to the pub for lunch or whatever mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. and just have beers in the in the beer garden. Nick Ferrari looking the exact same red color as his actual name, like screaming at people that they must go into the office. It'll just be like that. It's like, do you remember when Jeremy Corbyn proposed that there be like sensible limits on temperature in the workplace that we should pass by legislation in order oh, to make sure that? That sounds like a fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> it does, doesn't I think it? You, I think you saw that on Game of Thrones. <laughs> We're supposed yes. to be a factual podcast about the real world. Thank you very much. I, I love that utopian vision of Game of Thrones. Yeah, it must have been that. Speaking speaking of a utopian vision for the world, uh, do we want to hear about uh, what we're doing to combat all of this uh, horrendous global temperature? Well, yeah, let me just get my on. razor blades first. <laughs> well, I've got I... a, I've got a British Vault update for you. Ooh. Yes, yes, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Jamie, please send that to me. (laughs) (laughs) 
So uh, this is this is from the Guardian, uh, the Australian company that was going to rescue the oh, quote yeah. failed car battery firm end quote <laughs> didn't didn't make the final payment or uh, final payment for its purchase. Oh so, no! Uh, <laughs> so, but uh, they the were so trustworthy. They had all those generals on board. They had the big generals. They had the big generals, folks. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, those those generals, I assumed, were rolled into the assets and general business, which were somehow valued at eight point five seven million. <laughs> ah, general Wait, dynamics. That... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, the um, the parent company of the buying of the company that is buying British Vault uh, disputes that they are in default. And <laughs> no, one <we're> not. <laughs> yeah. It's so like this, comically turning, comically turning out your wallet, and that one moth flies out, and just looking at your creditors, going, "No, I have money. Shut up. You're not my turning dad." Up, turning up to court and going like, uh, "Nah, like." <laughs> if they did go to court, I imagine it would have sounded something like this. Uh, the timing of the final instalment to the administrator is linked to a funding facility which, when closed, will also cover the cost of the land acquisition and provide additional working capital for the project. The financier is in direct contact with the counterparties and we anticipate closing in August following a period of significant due diligence. <laughs> yes, that's a lot of words to say we have no money right now. It's not that hard to work. <laughs> you know, that's... that's... <laughs> I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that just means no money here. Womp womp. <laughs> yeah, so the um, the company that is buying British Vault Recharge, uh, their rescue deal revived hopes at the factory, which was tweeted out by Brishy Sunak. I, I don't know if any of you remembered that. I um, do. Oh, bless him. <laughs> bless him uh, and yeah, keep so him. Key, key to uh, Britain's ambition to become a major player in electric vehicles. Uh, yeah, as, as though that could still be built. How how is does Britain have an ambition to do that? Like, because we said we did. But, no, but I mean, like, why? What the fuck? Like, how, we do not have an ambition to be the lead. Like, what are we going to do with them? Build electric vehicles and just tip them in directly into the fucking ocean? Like, it's, how are the it, Tory party saying? Oh yeah, we're going to be world leader in electric vehicles. Look at all the environment stuff we're doing. When every single fucking like member of the Tory party and all of their voters would quite happily hang him from a lamppost for even daring to suggest that. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? He's obviously saying that you're not allowed to leave, like, go more than like a hundred meters from your house, or they'll shoot you with snipers. Like, <laughs> electric cars are the, are the work of the devil. You want to be driving like a, a fucking, do you know what I mean? A steam engine to work every morning. Look, Jamie, you might you might not believe in a little startup in British electrical automotive automotives called British Volt, but you'll be pleased to know that Recharge, the company that's trying to buy them, is also a startup with little experience of battery manufacturing. <laughs> <laughs> It's all just little guys helping each other out, and we are, we support that very much. Uh, no, but the, Jamie, Can the real reason is the that's the question. The real reason is these people they do not give a flying fuck about the um, about the environment side, but they do give a fuck and presumably get money from uh, the automotive industry. And the automotive industry knows the writings on the wall, and they need to have uh, like local battery capacity because otherwise, why would you still have your actual factories in here? That's the reason. It's just it is literally oh, yeah. just like we need parts to keep our capitalisms going. That's all. There was a there was a little spate of articles I think last week 
uh, about like it was just utter fear mongering about the perfidious Chinese electric cars and why you shouldn't buy one. Oh yeah, because otherwise Xi Jinping can see you when I drive to the dogging site. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, I love the idea of a. It was also like they could switch our cars off. I just love the idea of Xi Ping punishing Britain by disabling our dogging. That's like fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, what we what we need is a good upstanding private enterprise such as the buyer uh, the the buyer company's parent company Scale Facilitation having its uh, Australian offices raided over tax fraud allegations. <laughs> what we need to do is defend against the Chinese turning our cars off by having 15 minute dogging sites <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly that's that's what the I what Sadiq Khan should run just, on next like they would he would get all the votes of like horny Mavis everywhere you've just you've fully cracked the, the issue with the 15 minute cities is that it's absolute anathema to a good dogging site to be within 15 minutes walk of a a village. Also, I said, like, wouldn't, wouldn't like an electric car sort of defeat the point of dogging? Because, like, you won't hear anybody coming. It's just like you're kind of just banging in the back of the car, or you hear, like, behind you, you is like, wee. You know, like, it's, it's, it doesn't have that excitement. Well, I'll tell you know, if, you're, if you're into dogging and you're listening to this podcast, write in and say Stop. if that would ruin your joy. <laughs> Well, you could just you could just uh, do what that uh, that one swingers club somewhere in like I think it's like the north of England somewhere did and have a a room that is like dogging themed with like a two thousand and one oh, yeah. uh, Ford Fiesta in it. <laughs> yeah. I read about this. As far as I'm concerned, it's uh, good on them. I'm, I'm glad we're all having fun. Yeah, I'm just glad they're having a good time. Yeah. Oh, do, do, do they have uh, solar panels on the roof there as well, made in perfidious China? So, like, Xi Jinping has his own private webcam that he's not paying for, the bastard. Yeah, I, I, you make that swingers club sound like the Crystal Maze. Like, oh, your next, your next <laughs> fucking room is in the, the Ford Fiesta zone, and then they just run down a tunnel while music Look, plays. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you, Jamie. I've never been to a swingers club, so I cannot verify whether it is indeed or not like a, like the Crystal Maze. I do not know if Richard O'Hardy's going to be there. <laughs> okay. Um, shall I pivot as very harshly into uh, dog shit news that none of us will like? Yes, I love that dog wasn't... shit news that no Sorry, one Sorry, hang on. I have an update on the activities of the Home Office. Oh, good. Uh, are wonderful. they doing something yeah. nice for people? Very nice. They are providing accommodation, Rob. Very kind. Oh, are they? Oh, that's very kind of housing. them. I like yes. it when they do that. Yeah. So is it the, a prison um, for all the perfidious lawyers? No, the landlords aren't mad about it because it means that they don't have brown people staying with them or even applying to stay with them because, you know, white landlords hate that shit. Um, this is the Bibby Stockholm barge. Oh, that. Uh, well, I've been, been assured yeah, that which... the people had there have access to a ping pong table, so it's fine. Yep, um, I've had a little look at what is uh, what is available on this uh, prison ship because let's be, it's it's not a prison ship by virtue of it not having its own fucking engine, but it's a fucking prison ship uh, that has been delivered in the last couple of weeks into Portland Harbour outside Weymouth and has now this week finally begun taking on um, political prisoners. There's there's no better way to describe them than that. 
so the barge is just it's a prison that floats. It's been previously used by Germany and the Netherlands, both oh, for the exact well. same purpose. But um, it, the Netherlands stopped using it when they they finally built some like stuff on land to um, you know detain people instead. Uh, but one of the reasons they actually bothered to do that was because Amnesty International got involved with the the just god-awful state of it. Is that good? <clears throat> uh, well, it's good now because they refurbed it, so it's fine. Oh, so it's yeah, not like I said, there's anymore. Like I said, there's a there's a ping pong table, and and don't you worry your yeah. pretty little head about you know that big fire roaring out of control. It's fine. Just you know, mm-hmm. one more game, and then I'm sure somebody will come to save you. So it initially only had space for 222, uh, but they upped that to 506 with the miracle of bunk beds. I thought you were going to say making everyone stand. <laughs> no, they've not got to that level of fucking uh, space saving just yet. Uh, obviously, 222 does not add up to 506 with bunk beds. That's because there are also some rooms that house four to six people. This is only going to be used to house single male asylum seekers. Oh well, then that's so, fine. That's no problem. Yeah. That's 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 like a segregated prison. That's lovely. That's really nice for everybody. Yeah, that's 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 yeah yeah. It's fine. None of these people necessarily know each other, but they will be sharing a space. But don't worry, they've got ensuite bathrooms, so it's ah, fine. So it's fine. Like mm-hmm. it's just this is just yep. stuff. You know, this is like a million buddy movies are made out of these scenarios. It's lo- it's lovely and wonderful, <laughs> and, you know. Yeah, uh, they made a point of um, the BBC did a you know got invited on for a tour where they weren't allowed to see the, the bigger dormitories of four to six people. Those were off limits for reasons. Uh, but the uh, Probably because they were too beautiful because they were just like so nice that if you saw them, you'd be like, well, I'm going to claim that I'm a migrant now as people, are, mm. you know, want to do. Yeah, all the time they do it. Yeah, all the time. Um, there's a TV room, good news there, uh, with a big screen. Oh, that's lovely. How oh, big? Flat, three flat screens for asylum seekers and a kick in the teeth <laughs> for the honest white working class Britain. <laughs> um, there's also sofas there so they can actually sit down to watch TV as well. Sit Last down. Sit, sit. In my day, we were lucky if we could stand. Yeah. yeah. It, um, why I wasn't allowed to sit, to sit down at all. I had to pick oakum in my you know workhouse. It was great. We all loved it. That's what gave me the character. And now I go dogging. It's great. Why don't these immigrants do something useful? Other yeah, in my facilities. day, you had to stand both ways uphill. So yeah, other notable facilities they have is a classroom, which can also be used as a meeting room. So you know they've got multifunctionality in mind. That's well, good for of them. I know, right? I love, um, I, love to, multi- I love to do my Zoom calls for work on the prison barge. <laughs> uh, they've also got, they've made sure to include multi-faith prayer rooms. Uh, you know, just doesn't matter. Just cram them in, it's fine. Doesn't matter what the differences are there. Don't worry about it. Uh, people that are being detained there are not being forced to stay on it. They've made a point of making, a, there's a couple of courtyards for exercise, etc. But they don't have to stay on it. They're allowed off. But they're all given ID cards and they have to check in and out and they're not allowed to walk from the prison ship to the harbour gate. They need to take a shuttle bus and they're also, um, quote, encouraged, not sure what that means, to use the hourly buses to local Portland or Weymouth. Um, There isn't a curfew, 
bar, if they don't come back by 11pm, there will be a, quote, welfare call. Yeah, so there is a curfew. Also, this thing, hang on, ID card. So this is basically like the Tony Barge, Tony Blair Blair joke of Barge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's also a uh, airport baggage scanning machine and uh, a metal detector at the entrance to it. So, you know, uh, presumably that will mean every single one of their possessions will get checked on entering and exiting every single time by lovely home office officials. And uh, healthcare will be received either on the barge or remotely, quote, from a team of experts, whatever the fuck that means. Oh, um, that that means reason- that means. Oh, wait, wait. So this is this is not only is there the ID card crossover. This is also the private telehealthcare medicine crossover. This truly is the the Tony Blair barge for change. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. If someone um, if someone has a heart attack, instead of a doctor, they call one of those like fucking chiropractors that does uh, like the benefits assessments. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Fucking the dental hygienist fu- will be along to assess your stroke shortly. <laughs> um, Honestly, dental hygiene sounds like a bit too much medical expertise for this shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Let, they're in demand. A, a dental hygienist is just someone that knows how to work a fucking toothbrush. It's not a real profession. Shut the fuck up. Kill all dentists. Um, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> do we do we want to unpack that for a minute, David? Uh, no, I just we're much not, like we're that not, tooth. We're not, we're not revisiting the dentistry episode. It's not happening. I'll just get mad again. Um, the whole reason that they've included that little bit in the article as well is because so they tried to moor this in a bunch of places and the local councils all kicked up fuck about it and eventually they got one where a lawyer told them yeah you probably can't fight this it's it's going to get harboured there and that's all you can do about it um which means that you know the, the the big concern of the locals was would be that all the doctors will be so busy dealing with all of these migrants that's unfair on us and that's why they're all going to get like you know atos fucking health assessments jesus fucking christ sorry i, I have lost the will to, to yeah. try to be funny and light lighthearted about this now no this is I just know. it's yeah. just shit <laughs> like honestly like we've moved from you know like prison camps to uh army prison camps to broken down army barracks where like we talked about on old episodes where the conditions mm-hmm. were already so horrendous to now a literal like prison quite frankly like you know and uh, not even joking anymore if they get this fucking if they ever get this rwanda thing properly off the ground or or nauru or ascension island or whatever like fucking heinous thing the other uh, home office is planning now they will literally be building concentration camps there because it'll be out of sight like yeah, you know I'm, be... it's not even going to be fucking hyperbole anymore like well, these I mean, people look are at, look at what happened with australia and their like the, yeah the, the, nauru the exact thing, thing yeah. that the British government has decided to copy wholesale. It was a fucking concentration camp. I am once again all at a concentration camp. Yeah, that step's crucial. I am once again on this podcast recommending that everyone read the book No Friend But the Mountains to understand the horror of Nauru. Yeah, I mean, it's it was just fucked up and will be repeated because history is about not reading it. Yeah, and I mean, and the nice thing is, like, I saw that fucking bald 
cunt Stephen Kinnock uh, on the telly already saying like, oh yeah, actually we'll keep the barges, you know, and it was like for now until we can actually build some proper accommodations. Like you're not going to build that. You're going to be so yeah. fucking shit scared of the Daily Mail every living second of every living day that like, you know, you're you're no, going to well, run for, for local they... re-election by like putting three migrants in the stocks and then shooting them in the head on election 24 hours before the elections. And you fucking well know it, you fucking quizzling Rob, little shit. Cru- Fuck you. The crucial, the crucial point you're missing is that they wouldn't be doing that under duress. Alistair, <laughs> 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 oh, uh, goddamn. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, this this came in a couple of weeks ago uh, on Monday. Fifteen people, um, you know, voluntarily boarded the prison ship. Uh, sorry, uh, detention barge. I, 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 there's no good words for it, so fuck it. Um, I don't really know. I but, mean, prison uh, barge 20- is literally something out of fucking Warhammer, etc. Like your most dystopian yeah. fucking whatever oh, your yeah. media of choice. A fun little fact: there actually was a prison ship moored there until two thousand and six, which was used as overflow for actual prisons. Um, so you know, take take that as you will. But, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, and also people... let's not let's not have a fucking examination of the state of British prisons in general, you know. Yeah. And like assume that this is a downgrade from British prisons, you know that thing that literally every home office like sub minister who's in, in like responsible for prisons takes two seconds of a look at and says, "Oh my god," and they gets a different job. Yeah, it's the, it's the Northern Ireland of public service. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Pri- prisons for... are the Northern Ireland of England. Interpret that how you will. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, so, like I said, fifteen people did board it on Monday, but twenty refused. The response to this has not been to frog march them onto it, which is, I suppose, some kind of positive step. But they've just decided you know what? that genuinely what, surprised. Well, it's fine. They've they've went for the passive cruelty instead, and they've said that they're just they've issued a threat now to withdraw all housing assistance, which is. <laughs> unlikely to be illegal in the, the opinion of the justice secretary which is great i like, like them odds yeah <laughs> um you can't just force people to get on the boat if they don't want to you've got to at least give like fucking like you know all the worst cunts in the media a couple of days to write articles about how how the government's a soft touch and then you're allowed to march them onto like the boat forcibly I mean, I mean, ultimately, this is just how you know fucking Western liberal democracy works. You you're not forced to go to work, but uh, you uh, if you don't, you are threatened with homelessness, hunger, starvation, etc., uh, etc. Et like it's you know you are you, we live in a free society. Uh, asterisk. Yeah, do, you're free if, to if, die poor. Yeah. Yeah, if you ask one more question about coercion under capitalism, then I think maybe you need some spend to spend some time on benefits. Mm. Um, the, the Justice Secretary Alex Chalk went on to say, what is perfectly legal is for the British people to say this is what we are offering, and it's not full-star accommodation, but it is perfectly safe, it's perfectly decent, and it complies with the fire safety checks and goodness knows what. Matt, spoken oh, like a man who sounds what? like he knows yeah. what he's talking about. <laughs> it is sparse and it is a bit austere, but frankly, that is not unreasonable. Okay. 
Cool. Oh, well, that makes um, me well. To, I mean, I'll... look, at least I'm very happy to learn that as part of this, you know, crackdown on the luxuries and the fineries that you know the fripperies these fucking migrants um, uh, and enjoy, uh, is that they also, you know, is that we're finally cracking down on all these suspicious lawyers who want to like assist them yes. and give them aid, like a bunch of fucking criminals. Yes, don't like that. That is, that is definitely yeah. Um, Celebrate have been set up a, a task force. We love a task force. Uh, to clamp down on crooked immigration lawyers because the Daily Mail ran some story about how for a fee someone would do like a false asylum claim or some shit and because that's happened once it now must be fucking endemic and that's the only reason that lawyers could be taken on pro bono cases for asylum seekers definitely the only possible reason for that fuck off um, related to the bards and stuff uh, famous cunt Lee Anderson MP um, oh fuck that everything. guy just the professional yeah. just fuck that guy just the yeah. professional like oh uh, you know what a, like sort of a, a daily mail headline made flesh come to fucking annoy the shit out of me and like just brutalize people quite frankly I hope <laughs> yeah every time I hear his name I think you know what we need is another <laughs> <laughs> yeah all I'll say is with fucking Lee Anderson is I'm glad we're getting all the cut bits in at the once. That's good. Um, he did an interview with the Express and said that if Oy. people don't like it, they should simply fuck off back to France. Oh, I, like, okay. I like the way uh, Nick Ferrari provided cover for this fucking prick when he uh, paraphrased him on uh, LBC. A clear off back to France. Mm, for fuck's different. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Reported to Ofcom for misleading reporting, prick. Um, the Justice Secretary went on to back him on that, and then that escalated to a full backing from Number 10 as well. So that is that is where the, the official line sits on immigration. And just another little, a little uh, shitty cherry on the top, that uh, mural that was painted over the kids' murals in the, the Manston Detention Centre, um, the ones that were painted over, that apparently cost £1,500. Money was so, spent. Yep. Money's, money's, not, excellent. money's not real. Government spending doesn't matter. But the fact that they went through the fucking effort and cost of that for the sake of these children are too happy. Um, yeah, fuck off. Fuck you. Uh, abolish you know the what, Home um, Office as always. I saw earlier that uh, apparently this this evil barge is uh, intended to save, to save the taxpayer £10 per person on the barge per day. Whoa. <laughs> Such wow. saving. Yeah. That mural I mean, painting you, has paid for itself already. Yeah, I mean you that just think, like we could we can uh, get rid of like one mural every uh hundred and fifty uh migrants that we keep there every every day. Think of the well, same Yeah, wow. Man, like we we did this this you know the, <laughs> I was worried about the national debt there for a moment, but I feel I, I actually I feel fine. This is great. Yeah. Backed it. Excellent. And now everyone can stay in shitty city centre hotels again. Um, aren't, aren't you really glad that you can stay in like a really shit bit of a city centre now, in a hotel that you would never have gone into in the first place anyway? Because yeah, that you hate you anyway. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. I hate all of this. It's fucking dog shit. Alistair, give us some good news. Yeah, so we've we've just been talking about uh, fascists doing typical 
evil fascism. Do we want to hear about Italian fascists surprising everyone by doing something great? Yes. Uh, I genuinely have no idea, so I am incredibly (laughs) curious. Genuinely. Only if you read it upside down. <laughs> Italy has passed a one-off forty percent tax on the profits uh, uh, the profits banks earned from higher interest rates in a shock move that has seen shares plummet to quote <laughs> help mortgage holders and to cut taxes like very stupid reasoning but still like doing the right thing for the wrong reasons uh, and uh, there's been lots of screaming and crying from Italian banks and like uh, some of the bigger banks in uh, like the eu as well it's been it's been very enjoyable this uh this article another article from the bbc this, I mean, this is funny the... but it's also very fucking bad because like it's it's not a good thing when the fascists do populist shit i i was gonna <laughs> say i would like us to, to for the future i would like us to not hand it to them basically i think that's that's yeah. you know because, like, I at mean, the same yeah. time, you know, uh, in, in the same breath, what these people are also doing at the moment is um, if you're a lesbian couple and you have either, uh, you know, born your own children or adopted or whatever, uh, they're taking one of the names off the birth certificate because yes. there can only be one woman yeah. on the birth certificates. So, yes. you know. Do not get me wrong. Italian fascists, uh, follow your leaders. Um yeah. However, there is a lot of crying from big banks in this article, and it felt bad to let it just slip through my fingers. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, you yeah. know, if you want to talk about, like, not handing it to fascists, the, like, the one thing you could observe about all this is, like, you know, in Britain, yes, you still get the fascism, but you don't even get, like, I'm not even g- going to say the treats, you don't even even get this, basically, is how, how yeah. I would phrase that. Do we, I do will we simply hear enjoy the banks being sad, but yes, I would like to hear more about Lane being sad and the banks being sad. Yes, I've got plenty of uh, banks and lines being sad. So um, Italian banks have said the tax on their profits will be substantially negative for the sector. Uh, good. Uh, briefcase wanker, uh, I may be editorialising slightly, and equity research analyst at City, <laughs> Azura Guelfi, said okay, yeah. uh, we see this tax as substantially negative for banks given both the impact on capital and profit as well as the cost of equity of bank shares yeah good oh, get it up shareholders oh, boo hoo yeah the poor shareholders and do you want do you want to know how how much uh, these uh, some of these shares have gone down please a million billion lira <laughs> Hello, 1998. How are you doing? <laughs> so, shares of the country's two largest banks, uh, Intesa San Paolo and Unicredit, dropped by 8% and 6.5% respectively uh, on, on Tuesday following the announcement. Uh, and this is, a, this, is, this is among others, by the way. So, there's quite a few other banks uh, that had similar sort of uh, drops in their share price. But also... Uh, noted pieces of shit banks Deutsche Bank and uh, Credit Agricole both have uh, lost a uh, like quite a, quite a dip in their uh, had quite a dip in their share price. Good. Yeah, but the funny Excellent. thing is, like, if, if the the share like the dips in the shares aren't that big, and like it, what I what I just kind of sort of generally assume out of all that is like that a lot of the sensible shareholders are already pricing in 
these kinds of uh, uh, you know windfall taxes. So like it's it's like if if you did them, you wouldn't like collapse the market overnight because I think like any serious institutional investor is gonna be like, yeah, this is probably coming down the pipe. So like they'll sell off, but like they won't like you know collapse the banking system overnight over it. Yeah, the the system itself will be fine, but the shareholders will be sad, and honestly, that's enough for me. So there's a there's a bit there's a bit more crying for you. Uh, the tax that Italy has levied on it on the excess profits that banks are perceived to be making perceived to be making, by the way, <laughs> has come did to that, did you did you editorialize that did, as well? I did Alistair? not. <laughs> <laughs> has come as a surprise and is likely raising concerns that other countries could follow Italy's example," said Stuart Cole, chief macroeconomist at Equity Capital. Not a real job. Not a real job. No. no. <laughs> Econ- economists are wizards with even less power. Yes. Yeah. With like uh, a faulty so, uh, orb, basically. So, sort of a mixed another sort of a bit another bit of sweet uh, outcome is that Hungary and Spain have done similar things, and other countries are also uh, not just doing um, one-off taxes. They're also they're sort of uh, who was it? It was uh, Estonia is up increasing their. Uh, their tax on banks by like four percent. So, good, some good, have, some like small nuggets of goodness in amongst all the shit. Hungary's is that Orban? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. So that's that's fascist doing shit again. That's okay, yeah, less, less good, but okay. Uh, Spain, Spain, though, however, that's, yes, that's good. That's good because they was, was it Spain or Portugal had the the good election result recently they had the good Spain. election results recently where uh, the yeah. Vox fucking psychos didn't get as far as you know yeah 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 where they, they shamefully turned to Stalinism that was what I heard oh if only have you been on the GB news again Jamie <laughs> comment or no, commentary does this to a motherfucker <laughs> sat behind uh, Paul Mason on the bus <laughs> <laughs> Bus to electoral success. <laughs> <laughs> Is it dragging his oh. caravan behind it, or? Uh... Well, what if what if I told you all that electoral success is an illusion, just a sham? Okay, th- I agree. There's, Electoralism there's no is stupid, and the yeah, only yeah. power comes from the barrel of a gun. Yeah. Um, what if I told you that democracy in itself in Britain was a complete sham? And that Mr. Alistair Heath in the Telegraph has. Oh, we're back to this fucking fantasist count again. Yeah. (laughs) All right, sure. Let's strap in and go for it. Am I allowed to play video games while you're reading this? No. No. (laughs) Britain is now an elite dictatorship where majority opinions are crushed. Oh, oh, fuck off, Matthew Goodwin. Wang. You know, it's a, you know it's going to be a good one when the first, like, not even full sentence just elicits disgust. That's the headline. <laughs> the, the subheading is, start listening the to the voters. headline. <laughs> start listening to the voters on Carl's crime and wokery or there will be oh. an uprising even bigger than Brexit. <laughs> start hitting the voters with cars. <laughs> 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 But okay. what are they gonna? Never mind. Oh, no. Never is the mind. Minute... Is the fifteen-minute city making it legal to walk too far away from your Brexit? Is that what the problem is here? <laughs> Britain's deranged war on cars, our looming ban on gas boilers, the debanking scandal, oh, the failure to prosecute crime, 
the, the debanking the scandal, the definition, <laughs> the definition of a storm in a fucking teacup. Jesus Christ. Finally, him and Aaron the Bustani world's have common ground. serious cunt. <laughs> the failure to prosecute crime, the attempted cancellation of women, the sabotage <laughs> of oh, the yeah, Brexit agenda, you. the scale oh, of you. <laughs> The the scale of, do you reckon? Oh do you reckon one day we're going to wake up and all the women are going to be gone, raptured, and that's what we're going to call it? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I think it's more like cancelling your subscription. Just like, no, sorry, uh, ten ninety nine a month for the existence of women as a concept is too much. It's it's like it's like why the last man, but it's only Alistair Heath that's left, and you still can't get laid. <laughs> well, definitionally. Continuing on his little list here and finalising it, the scale of migration. Welcome to anti-democratic Britain, where the beleaguered majority is increasingly subject to the whims of an entitled activist elite that often seems to despise the people over which it exercises so much power. Yeah, it's, it, it's lovely when it... the enemy is within. That's, that's great, and that can only lead to good things. <laughs> I found a £2 coin... Uh, under the car seat the other day and i will it, it's a shiny a shiny new two pound coin and i will give it to anyone who behaves entirely legally <laughs> oh my put them out of my goddamn misery that's been ages since i've seen the two pound coin maybe i'll have to take you up on that all the policies listed above share a devastating commonality they are deeply unpopular <laughs> none of them are real they're just ghosts in his fucking head they are deeply unpopular and would be crushed in a referendum after a fair campaign where the politicians courageous enough to grant the public a say. Parenthesis, in the case of Brexit, they did, of course, and continue to this day to resist implementing the revolutionary change implied by the vote. Jesus Christ. Sorry, was there a little red book associated with the fucking Brexit referendum? Or did, did I miss a clue oh, we somewhere? Had the Brexit, we had the Brexit referendum. We left the hated EU. His dick still doesn't work. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah, a thousand Brexits bloom. <laughs> In a truly majoritarian society... Oh, one will, fuck off. One will, one will the demos actually exercised Kratos. Oh, no form you of crime. Go suck a dick, you fucking... I would, I would very much like Kratos to come and exercise this fucking dickhead. Like, I can think of several cutscenes I'd like to see play out. Please. No form of crime would be tolerated, and certainly not burglaries or muggings. <laughs> what a dipshit. You know, it's so fucking funny when, uh, you know... Being, Rome being didn't have wing. criminals fuck with. <laughs> being left wing you I get mean, told that your your like modest requests for society are just completely unworkable impossibilities and then you're up against this yeah <laughs> yeah you just oh, yeah God. you just get told that you, oh for fuck <laughs> i mean Again, you know, just to go briefly back to what we were talking about, as as does regard the Home Office. Once again, this is just like this, you know, it's just you have to do this because, you know, this is just the will of the Volk shit as interpreted by, you mm -hmm. know, fucking, fucking uh, Ed's Rome the Younger. It's just, it's not serious and he should go fuck himself. Yeah. But it is also uh, fucking nobody... fascism. Yeah. 
nobody would dare to indoctrinate school children with extreme trans ideology. And the yeah, we can only agenda... do that with British ideology. <laughs> yeah. And the Green Agenda would be centred around urgent technological innovation rather than seeking to prevent working people from flying to holidays in the sun. I mean, like, At what just, point just does arguing... he imagine the government has done anything like that? Just, like, I mean, it's just total strawmanning, right? Like, there is no, no, like... I mean, like, if you are going to say, like, okay, we're going to do something about all the people taking fucking planes, you're going to start with the ones that do the most harm versus the number of, or, like, the most, versus the amount of utility they provide. So you're going to yeah, start you with the fucking the private, private jets. jets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, just day one, that's what you'd do. But no, all that means is you can't get a fucking flight from, uh, from London Luton all the way to 5,000 degree Benidorm, lest you like miss that stag do that you absolutely cannot miss mm -hmm. right so this is this is all the stuff that you know very broadly speaking that we would very much like to see you know like for, forced feminization for all men uh you know illegal illegal immigrants in every street getting your personal television this is all the stuff that we we really want and if we really were this powerful we would be able to do it this podcast could like yeah. we would be the command and control center of the british economy I feel like I would have enacted some sweeping totalitarian changes to punish the rich by now if I had this much yeah. power. Yeah. But alas, I do not. Um, he goes on, yet we live in a very different political reality. One in yeah, which... Yes, I mean, in, in, in an absolute <laughs> sense, we do. <laughs> yeah. One in which public opinion is flagrantly disregarded whenever it doesn't align with the views of the ruling class. Oh man, I Westminster. <laughs> but <laughs> right, for right okay, reason. so there are such things as like you know checks and balances in you know what is normally a democratic system to make sure that you know when the majority gets a little bit out of hand and you know starts to want to you know shoot down migrant boats or whatever the fuck is you know going to be in Labour's next manifesto that there are some checks on it to make sure that you know their bloodlust as you know desired by fucking people like Alistair Heath is not actually acted upon. There's a reason these systems are designed this way. Because otherwise it might be populism. And that's also bad. Hi, welcome to my James O'Brien talk show. Fuck you. Have you considered, <laughs> though, that Westminster has become cartelized? No, I haven't considered anything like that. I have not. And I'm I not mean, fucking, I have. I'm not it's... going to. I'm not going to, purely out of fucking spite. I think <laughs> I agree with Jamie. I, yeah, <laughs> we should do more the of that. Large the large parties are committed to an unrealistic dash to net zero. Okay. Are they, I mean, though? I are they really? Unrealistic in the sense that they're going to do nothing and people are going to just die because of it, so that's cool. Yeah. Uh, refuse to discuss the gargantuan cost involved and omit to mention that Britain's never... carbon emissions... Are about three percent of China's. They never talk about anything but the costs. That's literally all these losers talk about all the live long yep. fucking day. Every and single last fucking one of anything. them. Oh, for on God the great sake. subjects of our time, family policy, the size of the state, the NHS, and even planning rules, there is little difference between Tory, Labour, and Lib Dem MPs. 
disenfranchising millions. Again, just for the wrong say reasons. you want 14 words. It would be yeah. more enchanting if you did that. Just, just yeah. fucking, you know, say what, what it is you come here to do. Just fucking click your little heels together and, you know, hang upside down from a lamppost. Yeah. Um, the intellectual conformity is stultifying and has been reinforced by the emergence of an all-powerful blob, the nexus of Mandarin's policy advisors, Quangocrats, and other Qu- government agents. Oh no, the Quango Mandarin blob. Yeah. The, uh, what, uh, where are the... All right, what's... what's uh, the? Uh, I, I'm having a stroke, I think. I think I smell toast and my left arm is tingling. Uh, listen, no, no, listen, no. you're not allowed stroke and to heart say... Attack. That's a bad day. You're not allowed <laughs> to say Judeo-Bolshevism. So you need to use more words to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, a class of public, <laughs> a class of public servants who don't really like the public and are increasingly convinced that they have a constitutional duty to constrain and contain elected politicians. They are experts at delay, prevarication, and lawfare, and are cheered on by the left-wing activists who have taken over the legal profession our cultural institutions, academia, charities, and even many big companies. It really is, like, just so... Any big companies. So fucking damning (laughs) of this entire country that, like, the, like, most centrist, like, moderate in, I suppose, the actual sense of the word rather than the gnashing teeth centrists that write for The Guardian, for example, like, who, who, like, live within like all these institutions that this guy has you know just lambasted with the same brush saying that they're all left wing like (laughs) this is how like uh, i fucking like i I hate liberals for for letting letting us be get into this fucking position in the first place but like it's still like just annoying to see this this is straight up just fascist fucking rhetoric. This is fully exactly yeah. what you would see in fucking Nazi Germany, except he's replaced Jewish people with people with degrees. <laughs> oh shit, he has, yeah. Fucking hell. First yeah. classes, now degrees. Thus, even in the rare instances when the Tories attempt to think the unthinkable and respond to public opinion, as with the Channel Crossings, the system does its best to block any change empowered by quasi-constitutional legislation such as the Equality Act, the Climate Change Act, and our membership of the ECHR. Yeah, this is just fascism. This, I can't, I can't, I don't really have any other, like, expression for this. This is just, you know, the will of the people must be obeyed at all. Yeah. Fuck I promise you, though, it will get dumb enough for you to laugh at it. Oh, okay, good, because I want to kill. I was going to say, because right now I'm fantasizing about presenting this guy with a fork, so (laughs) get a shift on. The upshot, I I didn't write this, he did. The upshot is an extraordinary disempowerment of the electorate. Is it any wonder that some voters fear we risk becoming a democracy in name only? Take the absurd war... Oh, yeah, how awful it would be if that happened. (laughs) Take the absurd war on Carl's. A tiny minority of activists, council planners, devolved administrations and ministers are seeking to discourage the mode of transport that the vast majority of the population relies on. Why do we rely on it, Alistair? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) Or consider immigration, which is a lot higher than the public would like. All potential solutions to reduce numbers while preserving the economy are lambasted as gimmicks, meaningless or self-evidently stupid. The Tories have promised to cut numbers in every single one of their manifestos since at least the 90s and yet aren't even pretending to try any longer. How does this not disastrously undermine trust in politicians? Until recently, all parts of British society bought into the democratic ethos developed after the great voting reforms of the 19th and 20th century, or at least paid lip service to it. It It was deemed snobbish to dismiss the views of ordinary voters out of hand and borderline insane to seek to reverse the expansion of the consumer society. Well, remind me briefly, just just out of curiosity, and so I would like the brain fluid can stop leaking out of my ear for a second. What is like the what were the majorities again for like uh, nationalizing rail, nationalizing water, nationalizing energy? Like there are massive, even among Tories, I think those are like you know pluralities, yep. like sixty percent or something. Is that is that the also the demos we must be obeying, or is there you know some kind of ooh, is there a mystery that means that we're not allowed to do these things? Am I? I'm just might be just spit. No, that's here, um, that's activists who've infiltrated YouGov. That's what that is. Ah, yeah. okay. I mean, it is funny when you think that there was that guy who uh, basically admitted to like um, suppressing uh, voting uh, polling for for Corbyn in was it 2017? Yeah, yeah, yeah so, it's so, yeah. awesome. Like, oh my god, there's all these lefties infiltrating all the institutions. It's like, bro, come on. <laughs> You simply asked questions and people gave you answers you didn't like. Um, That consensus, already left fragile by the Blairite legal revolution and his massive increase in the number of university graduates, was finally shattered after the 2016 Brexit referendum. So do I for the next More, voting round? Do we all have to turn up in like in a, in a white van covered in you know Britain First stickers? Is that like, is that the only way I'm going to get to to vote in the next election? Well, I mean, not yeah, me because you know obviously. Idea. Most of our institutions, unless your passport has the red wall as your place of birth, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've for, I forgot my ID. Oh no, don't worry about it. We can see you're co- like wearing paint covered trackies. You can come in. <laughs> Most of our institutions. It jokes on them. This is jizz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's Most that's basically dogging ID, Jamie. That's also very much allowed. That's uh, that's very much a valid ID. <laughs> Most of our institutions are now controlled by a pseudo meritocratic elite, convinced that only it can prevent the masses from reverting to ignorance, racism, and prejudice. It only it could. This yeah. guy is absolutely a victim of like one family Christmas dinner where they just fucking told him what they think of him, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to, to which well, I can only really... say to Alistair Heath's family members, please provide us with his home address. Thank you. Our new ruling class is paternalistic, messianic even. In a post-religious age, it has taken on the role of priest and saviour of the common people. It still occasionally feels the need to legitimise unpopular ideas by pretending that they garner majority support. (laughs) Hence all the polls proving that people support net zero. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, but how is... Is this this the YouGov conspiracy again? 
Because no, so for five seconds ago, I was told that the will of the D-Boss was, you know, w w should supersede all. But not... Never mind. No, you know, not why have wrong. intellectual consistency where you could just be a drooling moron for money? Yeah. Yet, when asked to pay the price in terms of actual cash or drastically reduce convenience, the public immediately rebels. Yes, there was a time... Because cunts like you don't give them any alternative. You don't, It's not like, oh, I, yeah, all right, you might have to give up your car, but look at this giant fucking public, you know, infrastructure we've built that can take you places. It's just, you just say, give us your car, you fucking cunt. And then everybody pisses off and says, well, how you get to work now or how you get to the big Tesco? Well, I don't know. That's not your problem. Have you considered an Uber? Like, have we have yeah. we tried? Have we tried like innovative future technologies that could solve the transport problems? Probably not. Or are they, just, on are they just for carbon capture? Mm. <laughs> I just want I just want to live in like the Star Trek future where like British people refuse to get in the teleporter with a poor person. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time when we worried rightly that the tyranny of the majority was the main threat to freedom and prosperity. Today, but was there a time, was there? When was that time? Was. He doesn't say. Today, it is the tyranny of the minority let's, that poses the greatest Let's just danger. assume that it was last <laughs> Thursday. <then. laughs> Our new task is to prevent the majority from being oppressed. How do we stop the capture of every institution by the radical left? Every, every, make... every single... Like, I'm All glad to hear that... Build, like, a, our... build a fence around it? I'm, I'm glad to hear that we're in the final sprint of our long, long march through the institutions. Why, look yeah. at all this power we have. Yeah, I feel like I've missed a memo at some point. Um, I should be somewhere else at the moment. How do we make Parliament more representative and reduce the power of the blob? One answer would be to use a lot more referenda, as the Swiss do. Oh Another. boy, direct oh. democracy, baby. Jesus no. fucking hey, Christ. It's Rob's spit. It's Rob's specialist area. Let's go, Rob. Just, oh, these people don't fucking understand. I, I can't be asked. It's just, this is too stupid. <laughs> just, for one, Another. yes, Swiss referenda are relatively stupid, but for two, this, for all its flaws and its massive racism, is a high-functioning society where shit works. And that's, you know... Oh, well, I don't <sighs> like the sound of that. No, you... <laughs> that, I mean, sounds, you that sounds European and gay. <laughs> Another would be radical reform of the civil service, turning ministers into CEOs with proper control oh, over mandarins. Fuck's sake! I hate, I hate this. <laughs> I hate everything. Every time, like a public servant gets renamed to some fucking private sector insane title like CEO why is there a CEO of the NHS or CEOs apparently I have they have them of the NHS that's, that's like the last reform we did like we built all these you know local NHS trusts or clinical care units or whatever the fuck we call them these days and like we, we made them like little market units and you know last time I checked that's made the NHS a lot better please don't inform uh, yeah, me I otherwise mean, but, yeah definitely but what if what Definitely the most appointees? egregious, though, is uh, the fact that so <laughs> uh, patients being referred to as customers is one that irks me to, like, yeah. a yeah. degree. Yeah. What What if you appointed um, a CFO to the DWP? 
I have a friend, right? It's fucking horrendous. And his job is actually like a, a customer satisfaction manager for like a regional hospital. And it's just like the most pervert ass job I've ever heard of. And he keeps doing like surveys and pretending that's a serious job. It's really fucking grim. Yeah. But he gets paid more than nurses. Oh, way more. Good. Cool. Functional fucking system. I'm well aware that the majority can have bad or evil ideas or vote for maniacs. <laughs> oh, okay, so there might be a few issues here and there, hither and thither. Yeah. We need to retain, and in some cases further develop, protections against majoritarian abuses, even if some of the current ones are no longer fit for purpose or have been hijacked. Is Alistair Heath about to come out in favour of proportional representation? <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean this whole article is basically just like we should we should do what like the majority say as long as the majority agree with me and that's a valid excuse. Otherwise, we should say they're dangerous extremists and put them to the sword. Or the similar. system, the system should be exactly as it has always been, except I should get the things I want from it. That's all he's saying. That's all this is. Um. Yeah, Elites have helped drive much good social change in recent decades, including by fighting racism and prejudice against all sorts of minorities. But do, do we do, can, can I get a quick list of which which of those the minorities are that that is good? Do you know what? I I am not going to ask Alistair Heath for a list of minorities. I feel like it's something that would not be readable. Oh, he probably has one already anyway. <laughs> Who doesn't want to hear distressingly archaic slurs? <laughs> <laughs> but the pendulum has swung too far away from majoritarian rule and too much power handed to social engineers. Today, the problem doesn't lie with the public, which is largely tolerant and liberal conservative, but with the elites, who have become authoritarian and anti-democratic, captured by wokery and a dislike of material aspiration. What we call populism in the current British context is really the majority trying to reassert itself. Voters are developing a new form of class consciousness. Motorists are becoming a political oh force. Oh my fucking god. Oh Jesus. <laughs> hey, there it is. For what I will slap the words class consciousness out of your fucking mouth, Alistair Heath. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> you, you can't you be fucking fiasco. serious. This is not this is it's a active. real this is like the, the what the 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 what the 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 advanced guard the 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 armed cadres of fucking Top Gear are coming for us? Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> with it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jeremy Clarkson at the front of the wedge formation of BMWs. <laughs> Listen, without without motorists, we wouldn't have car parks to kick fuck at them in. So who can say if they're bad or not? <laughs> and also, no dogging. So you know, I think that tips the balance. <laughs> The Ulez fiasco is acting oh. as a gateway. Normalising uh, opposition. A, thi Not, a thing yeah. most people who actually have to fucking live in London support. Wow. Actually, actually it's normalising opposition to other excesses. The message What does that fucking mean? Gamers rise up. <laughs> the message to politicians is clear. Start listening to the voters again 
or else Britain will soon face a popular uprising orders of magnitude greater and more unpredictable than Brexit. Related topics tags. Ulez, net zero, woke, Brexit. This is a brief little reminder. This guy is like still, I think, like the last, um, uh, you know, holdout in, in the bunker, even after like Hitler's blown his brain out for like the Liz Trust government. So like, that's what this mm. is. Yeah. Well, imagine imagine being the guy that like the highest ranking guy that didn't get offered one of the pills in the bunker yeah. <laughs> there are um, 4,681 comments on this fucking article <laughs> closed, Jesus off, closed after 5,000 for <laughs> did, they, did they work out whether Wario was a libertarian in the end? <laughs> uh, I have not ventured into them for fear of um, doing myself fucking harm. I've just scrolled down and just seen the words Communist Party, so um, you can tell they're having a normal one on the Telegraph website, which is great. So yeah, that was the that was the article read we had. Um, it was dog shit. Uh, this guy just keeps... I'm, I, I might need to fucking ban myself from this guy's articles in the way that I kind of have with Brendan O'Neill's as well. Like, it's just, it's too predictable, some of the shit he's going to say. Um, although he's, he's definitely getting closer to the line of just, you know, saying what he really thinks. So, I mean, I uh, if this is the line before he says what he really thinks, I'd be, you know, I'm sure the next line is, uh, is what the, in, in technical terms would be a manifesto, I guess. Hmm. Mm. Well, um, so that'll do that. Um, Jamie, you prepped us some some other horrors, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was having a bit of trouble with paywalls, um, but you know, that, the the fucking internet archive just keeps going down. So rip. I did get some though, so we're Hooray. not going without. <laughs> yeah. Hooray! Right, buckle up, because this is high octane stuff from the jump. <laughs> the absence of yeast is why during the great yeast shortage of lockdown 2020 when bakeries were closed sourdough became so popular people began making it at home and holiday and restaurant pics on instagram were replaced with ugly cracked loaves of home-baked bread it has its place brackets in my house the bin but not in every restaurant sandwich bar or bakery shelf remember the days when appropriate bread would adorn the table an oily focaccia studded with rosemary to accompany Italian fare or a crisp baguette for French cuisine. <laughs> Remember when the bread weren't hard? <laughs> there were an estimated 315 varieties of bread in Spain, but guess what I was offered in every restaurant and hotel I visited during a recent visit to Barcelona? In a Greek cafe recently, I asked for a slice of what is known as country bread made with semolina, flour, honey, sesame seeds, and olive oil. The waiter told me they are constantly asked for sourdough. Comment or commentary? <laughs> commentary. Comment. Comment, Guardian. <laughs> I feel like this, this might be a article in the Times. Oh, man, this is incredible. This is a uh, 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 telegraph. Uh, it was Julie Bindle in The Spectator. Just say no <laughs> to sourdough. Jesus Christ. 
What I love about that is... she's writing about fucking sourdough, then she's not writing about other stuff, so fine. Yeah. Yeah. What I love about that, though, is the the little fucking bit at the the anecdote at the end about the Greek cafe doesn't even say that they had to give her sourdough. The waiter just told her they were constantly asked for it. Like... They probably she probably got the fucking like semolina bread or whatever the fuck she wanted, but like you know what I mean. Oh, the waiter mentioned sourdough and that was bad enough, quite frankly. <laughs> the horrors I have witnessed. <laughs> After enduring six years of being treated as guilty until proven innocent, I hope he sues House of Cards and those who cancelled him oh, for fuck. millions. Uh oh. The people who made the false charges against him should be in prison. I am not saying this because I am a Kevin Spacey fan, but because oh, we all need to live with base with the basic legal right of being presumed innocent until proven guilty. Otherwise, our entire justice system falls apart, and any one of us can be wrongfully accused of anything and cancelled. Comment or commentary? That is Prince that Andrew is, writing in the Times. That is stupid <laughs> enough that it has to be a uh, commentary. Like just, just the fucking principle that because someone was found innocent means that the case shouldn't have been brought is so fundamentally idiotic that I can't think of, like, it takes a private education to be this stupid. <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break with this and I'm going to say comment. Yeah, commentary out for me. That was a comment on Piers Morgan Uncensored. <laughs> and as a, as a bonus treat, I've got the first reply to this as well, which was, his best friend Jeffrey Epstein should give him a job. <laughs> <laughs> Technology has exacerbated our national innovation. We have become charging stations for our smartphones, which drain psychic energy with insistent distractions and overloads of information babble. <laughs> Video calls and work from home <laughs> limit in-person interactions with actual existing individuals who and would otherwise be together for most. Who would otherwise be together for most of their w- weekly waking hours? Targeted advertising, fine-tuned algorithms, and politically stratified social media sharply decrease our exposure to new ideas. We are in- immuring ourselves within our own private caves, watching flickering images in darkness. AI language <laughs> learning models offer a cautionary parable of these larger cultural developments. Programs such as ChatGPT, whose writing remains formulaic and prone to errors, learn by sifting through a sea of digitalized text, a growing share of which consists of AI-generated content. The predictable result of this feedback loop is the kind of leveling we've seen across our institutions. Like newspapers that drink their own ink, and which ones don't these days, their product can only get worse. Cultural, exhaust, cultural exhaustion, social withdrawal, and the general enfeeblement of life forces are the practical expression of a will to nothing. <laughs> there is a name for this spiritual and intellectual condition, and it is nihilism. Nihilism is demonic to the extent that the will to nothing is still a will, a life force. That it is only a negative one is by no means reassuring, because it is easier and more economical to tear down than to build up. Destruction is dramatic and accomplishes the illusions of vitality with relatively little energy. And who in this apocalyptic time, including the nihilist, doesn't want to feel even a little alive? <laughs> Comment or commentariat? <laughs> commentariat. Commentariat, but you stop just before the uh, the Etsy link um, to where they sell the jack-off crystals. 
<laughs> this is Commentary. this is like Brendan O'Neill going Super Saiyan. This is incredible. This. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, I, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna say comment. I'm gonna live in, I don't know, not even hope, but <laughs> yeah. That was uh, that was Jake, Jacob Howland in Unheard. America is now a zombie state. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they do be on their phones. Just any old piss will do. Like, why not? All right, final one. <laughs> so, what has a lack of cleanliness got to do with hostage incidents? Plenty. (laughs) (laughs) Both of these jails are now assessed by the prison service as of serious concern, which really does mean the wheels have fallen off. These are places locking up huge numbers of Islamist terrorists who have had their divine mission interrupted by the police and the security services. They have all day and every day to observe routines, profile staff and exploit weaknesses. From their point of view, hostage-taking is a rational, even religiously mandated duty to complete their jihad. Reporting to the government, I was seriously concerned at the lack of capacity to deal with this threat in 2016. Inevitably, in HMP Whitemore in 2020, two religiously inspired Islamists took an officer hostage, armed with weapons and dressed in fake suicide belts. They were later convicted of attempted murder in connection with terrorism. I am still unconvinced... I am still unconvinced that my recommendations on this specific issue have been adopted. If two of our highest security prisons holding some of the greatest national security risks in Western Europe can't even get the bins emptied, they are unlikely to be on top of much more serious security issues. Comment or commentary? <laughs> wow. Uh, commentary. Yeah, I think that's area, but purely because of the way that started. That's really yeah, okay. incredible. Um, I'm going to say comment. Fuck it. Uh, uh, I'm going to say uh, um, uh, uh, David Blunkett writing in something. <laughs> that was Mind Ian Aikson in The Spectator. What the stabbing of Ian Watkins says about our prisons. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, but the prison God. bin men aren't hard enough. That's what it says. <laughs> fucking hell. I think I'm going to just fucking like, divest myself of this task and just give it to you from now on. You're very good at it, Jamie, and it scares me. Yeah, you're me. frighteningly good at this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, it's nice to have a talent, isn't it? <laughs> not when it's comment or commentary at me oh so yeah I think that'll that'll fucking do us quite nicely there I say nicely it wasn't nice at all but um, never mind so yeah we will be back with um, another episode next week there will be a bonus episode to come out at some point this month I say a bonus a premium episode there will also be another episode of the uh, and or cultural committee releasing at some point as an extra on the free feed so look forward to that and uh yeah uh twitch.tv forward slash praxiscast for streams on wednesday and thursday evenings and praxiscast.tml.com for merch um and you can get those bonus episodes at patreon which is patreon.com forward slash praxiscast and we will see you all on the next episode yeah Yeah. bye-bye see you have a good one bye-bye